Hello there. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'm Colleen Klimczak, Certified Professional Organizer. I own Peace of Mind Professional Organizing, LLC. Since 2003, I've been helping my clients live better lives through organizing and organizational and productivity coaching. In addition to organizing and coaching, I support my clients with a weekly newsletter, a weekly accountability and productivity session through professional speaking, blogging, and podcasting. We are on episode 29 today, and we are recording in June when I celebrate my 20th year in business. It's actually coming up in just a couple days, um, the day that I consider my anniversary. So thanks thanks for being with me here on this journey. I'm giving a shout out this week too to my friend, Sabrina Schottenhamel. Sabrina is an amazing professional speaker, wellness advocate, and licensed massage therapist. We met in a professional speakers networking group years ago, and it has been such a pleasure to uh, be on this journey with her and watch her and my business and influence grow. Um, Sabrina interviewed me this spring for her YouTube channel, and she published the interview last week. You can find the interview on YouTube on Sabrina's channel at Sabrina Schott, S-C-H-O-T-T. While you're there, be sure to subscribe and also check out the other great people that she has interviewed this year. This week, I want to talk about what happens when we get home from travel. So a friend of mine calls it re-entry, and I like that. So I'm going to talk a bit today about re-entry because sometimes, you know, I struggle with re-entry. I'm going to share two articles, one with a very specific focus area, and then we'll zoom out for some big picture ideas. So the first idea that I want to share uh, was introduced in an article called Why I Never Find Money in Old Coat Pockets. Uh, so um, I actually wrote this in February a couple of years ago, but it's true. I am never going to be one of those people that pulls out a coat from last season and finds a $20 bill in the pocket. My roommate in college could do that, and I could never understand that because, well, I knew where all my $20 were And I was a college student, so there weren't many of them. So I don't have the habit of leaving things in my coat pockets. And I'm going to tell you why. It's summer now, but a challenge for me that is worse uh, in cold weather, aside from the cold, the snow, the chap hands and lips, etc., is too many pockets. Have you ever noticed too many coats, too many layers, too many pockets? These make it difficult to keep track of things like receipts or car keys or, oh, that one thing that I just had a minute ago in my hand. Hold on. Maybe it's over here. No, not there. Well, you get the idea. Warmer weather solves the too many pockets challenge with fewer layers and, dare I say, coat-free days, but we may still be challenged with too many places to put things without a habit or routine to help us to take care of those things. The challenge of losing things in pockets can be addressed and resolved with, like so many challenges, better habits. I was working with a new client and we were talking about routines and checklists and also a landing and launch pad for getting out the door on time. Keeping track of our time and our stuff relies on those routines and habits and setting up space in our homes and offices to support those routines and habits. So when you get home from your day, what is in your pockets? 
I asked Facebook this question when I wrote this article, and thank you to my friends for playing along. So some of the things that were in people's pockets were a debit or credit card, car keys, a wallet, a Sharpie, lint, lip balm, those little dental picks, um, tissues, clean or dirty, maybe some loose change, somebody reported Legos or dog treats. Really, you know, the list is endless. It's as different and various as uh, we all are, right? The question really then is we how to track and manage the stuff in our pockets. So to track and manage the stuff in those pockets in, in our lives, we need to first create space to deal with the stuff, create the habits around dealing with the stuff, encourage others around us to create space and habits for dealing with stuff and maintain those habits once we've created them. So like I said, first, let's create space to manage the stuff in our pockets. Near the, your entrance, so that landing and launch pad idea, right? So um, near your where you come home from or maybe near your entrance or exit at work, you need to have a garbage can, an envelope for catching receipts until you're ready to deal with them, a jar for loose change, a bowl or basket for the really important things that you need while you're home, like your cell phone or your reading glasses, maybe a bowl or basket or the habit to put in your handbag for the things that you will need again when you leave, like your keys or your wallet or your sunglasses. For me, those all reside on my desk, right, which is right next to the back door. And then we create that habit for ourselves, right? So the items listed above offer a visual reminder for me when I walk in the door to empty the stuff out of my pockets. Even if I'm not ready to deal with it, at least it's out of my pockets. Because, hey, have you ever run pens or lip balm through the laundry or your cell phone? Yeah, let's get all of that stuff out of our pockets. I take care of receipts and bookkeeping items with just a few minutes every day. It's really a lot easier to recall details when I do this daily. And while I wish I could be one of those people who slips on a coat not worn recently and finds that $20 bill inside, I much prefer to be one of those people who knows where her money is. So let me encourage you to establish this space and this habit near your entrance, your landing or launch, instead of on your dresser or in the laundry room, since much of what you brought home with you will probably also leave with you. And if you live with other people, encourage them to create the space and habit for themselves as well. For example, with all the drivers in our house, there's a specific place for the car keys to live so we can find what we need when we need them. And then once you've created the space and the habit, just make sure that you take care of it every day. I have to say that, um, even today, I was driving home from a client and I got home right before I had to leave again to come and record this. And I actually did exactly this. All the stuff that was floating around my po around in my pockets, I deposited in a pile on my desk um, to be dealt with when I get home. Okay, so that was a very focused idea. And now, like I said, I wanna go out a little bit, kind of zoom out for a little more global. Um, and that is some more habits, next level, on reorganizing our entry, our re-entry in general, right? So why? Um, a friend suggested that for every day that we're on vacation, it takes an equal number of days to get back to normal. So if you're gone a week, it will take a week when you get back to feel caught up again, organized, focused, productive, etc. And we travel several times a summer. 
We go weekends at a family lake house, trips to see friends a few states away, and always a destination, which is great. But using my friend's math, if we travel two or three times a month, and the first day or two back are a struggle, I could be spending a lot of time struggling. So instead, I've gotten really good at re-entry. I want to keep that relaxed vacation feeling going as long as I can. I don't want to, you know, jump back into the just got home struggle. So how can we plan for our re-entry? When you get home, do these things. So first thing, unpack your car. Yes, all the way. Unpack your car, the clothes, the shoes, the food wrappers, etc. If you've been to the beach, do a quick vacuum if you have the time or have the teenager do it. Get it all out of the car. In my case, for work, I also repack my car with my business stuff. So I have tools and things like that that I carry with me all the time for work. Those typically come out when we travel and I put them back in as soon as I get home. Next up, we start a load of laundry. We eat dinner and I usually have a very large glass of water because I end up being dehydrated when I travel. Maybe I'm going to check the mail and any messages that we might have in the mailbox. And then we move on to the actual stuff, right? So unpack your bags and put everything away. Yes, everything. I know it's hard, but future you is going to be really happy when you spent those extra few minutes and just took care of those tasks. You can also keep a running to-do list with you all the time and add ideas for when you get home to it as you travel. There are lots of ways to travel better too to make re-entry easier. Uh, Make sure to tidy up before you leave, right? Nothing kills a vacation buzz quicker than coming home to a mess. For longer trips, keep a large envelope for receipts, programs, brochures, tickets from destinations, etc. to look at later. Uh, Also, employ a laundry bag. We always use a dirty laundry bag or standing clothes hamper when we travel. When we unload the car, the dirty stuff goes straight to the laundry room. And then we go ahead and unpack the clean stuff. Last week, I talked about the travel toiletry kit and leaving that packed all the time. So I'm not going to go into that. But if you missed that one, go back and give it a listen. Because as soon as I come home, I make sure that everything is up to date and I'm ready to go whenever we're ready to travel next time. So organize your re-entry and keep the relaxed vacation feelings going. And I want to dedicate this to my friend Jan, who gave me the term re-entry. All of these ideas are things that I talk about with my clients, both in person and virtually, all the time. Um, Creating habits around these important tasks are absolutely productivity discussions that I have with my clients. If you would like to learn more about productivity coaching, please reach out to me on my social media channels and I will talk to you next week.